0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily. Pay no attention to a screen. It is not screencast. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside on Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. A Widow Wednesday on a Tuesday. It's the Rogue One at Gary Widow.
2: I, um, I have a formal request to submit. I have a new nickname now. It's no longer the Rogue One.
0: Okay, what is it? And
2: We've got Snowbike Mike in the chat here. I'll tell you why. I'm now the infallible.
0: The infallible. I don't know if the I like fallible. that. Like, Mike, why is Gary with it? I need you to write that down, Greg. That's his new nickname.
2: Separately and coincidentally, both became members of the infallible club over the holiday
1: weekend. Isn't that right, Mike? That means we're untouchable. Greg Miller. Untouchable. ungrabable. Some jelly
2: beans would say that in that's the that arena. That
0: means. Yeah, that's what, what it means is Mike and I, I both separately, guys?
2: we both separately unlocked the hardest achievement. In Fall Guys, no. arguably the hardest achievement in video gaming, win five shows in a row. We both did it over the holiday weekend. Infallible. Gary, you did
1: it too. Let them know, Greg. Gary, Gary, let's break this down for you, Greg Miller. There's been over 20 million players to play Fall Guys. Mm-hmm. Less than one percent of players. It's play. like what zero? It's like
2: point nine percent or something. Have it. Are we the greatest of all time? Some I mean, would say that. Some would say that. It's incredible. We both did it in different ways, but we got it done.
0: How did, I don't, so were you streaming together and this happened?
2: No, this was separately individually. My, I was going to, so Mike was going to try and do it on, uh, what was it? The Friday? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. I wasn't available because that was my daughter's birthday. So we had my daughter's birthday party, but Mike went and got infallible with his, with his elite squad. And then what was it yesterday or the day before? I think the day before I went in and got it. Five wins in a row. I got it with, uh, with Adam, who I sometimes play with. Five wins in a row. Almost. In, I, I've been saying for years, I felt like that, that achievement's ridiculous. Three wins in a row in four guys is something to crow. They, they want five for the infallible achievement, but we both unlocked it over I mean, the weekend. I, honestly, I've never felt... Better about myself as Did a Did they do
0: something with bots, do you think? Is it something they were just giving it out over the weekend? That was their thing? Well,
2: why, 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 why would you even put that out yeah, there? Why would? You there's no bots that? in here. This well, is I, the most
0: competitive video game in all of video games right now. I'm not. I don't. I'm sorry. Do you yeah, the me, competition,
2: in fact, has never been fiercer.
0: I'm just asking because it seems crazy that out of the blue, you both got it on the same weekend. Kind I mean, of it, is, I mean it is a big coincidence, bots. but we both
2: decided to go for it, and we got it.
0: So I've jotted it down here. Gary, do you want to be. So it's gary the infallible one Witta, infallible gary widow like in molly I'm brown thinking ju- i'm look- thinking
2: just i'm just the uh, like the infallible gary widow i kind of okay. like that okay kind of okay. sounds like the marvelous mrs Maisel, or you sure. know
0: sure i'm writing it down mm. so i don't get it wrong sorry mm. okay okay the infallible I'll take, I'll gary t- either Witta. way i'll take it either way okay uh kevin can you hit the intro again
2: Oh, we're gonna go again? Okay, no, I appreciate that. Thanks, Greg. I was no, gonna, wait. gonna wait. I'm gonna happy to wait till, wait till next week, but God, let's, let's go. Just again. I just
3: deleted that button. God damn. Literally on Friday. <laughs> God damn it. All right, hold on. Let's see. What if we go? No, I can't.
0: Okay. Can you just do the like just do the you just do the sound effect for the intro? Do 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 do. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, July fifth, twenty twenty-two. A win Wednesday on a Tuesday. I'm Greg Miller, alongside my friend, the infallible Gary Witta.
2: Thank you, Greg. How are you, sir? This this fine Tuesday after post holiday weekend.
0: I'm excellent. I'm excited that you got this infallible uh, achievement slash trophy over in Mike. Uh, like uh, I said, Oregon. Mike
2: too. We were going to get to get it together. We were going to get it together, but we couldn't get it together. Literally, we couldn't play sure. both at the same time. But we went and got it on our own. Uh both in our both in our own ways. And uh it was remarkable. It really it really talked to was. me right
0: now. How sweaty were your palms when you were on oh my that, God. Like, that fifth one?
2: And on that fifth on that fifth on that fifth go, because I was convinced that like you know, the fifth game is the one where you lose it and you've got to start all over again. Of course. We got we got it done. How about you, Mike? What was your experience like getting
1: it? Oh my gosh. Trying just to get to four is a big deal, Gary with us. So oh my, my palms are sweaty from three. Onward, and I'm so happy we knocked it out together, Gary, even though it wasn't together, but it's still together, over. but
0: it still feels right that we did it like within twenty four hours of one another. I'm excited for you both. Now do I have to ch- do I have to change get Mikes? do I have to c- call Mike something different? What do you usually call Mike? I call him the master of hype, Snow so Mike Mike. He's still like the Master that. of hype. I like okay, that. I like that. Cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the hype in video games right now. We have to talk about the fact that Ubisoft has a whole bunch up its sleeve and it's getting ready to blast it all over your face. Destiny's getting a mobile game, maybe, uh. and Lollipop Chainsaw is back. We'll talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in with your questions, comments, concerns about the daily news. You can get the show. Ad-free, you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. Of course, you could also get a bevy of other benefits for all our games content, including the Games Cast. That's right, you can watch us record it live this afternoon and get ready for another episode of Bless Who as the post show. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, don't worry. There are a number of free ways to support Kinda Funny. Of course, maybe the easiest is using the epic creator code Kind of Funny when you're buying stuff on the Epic Game Store or when you're playing that there Fortnite or Fall Guys, right? no rocket league i think fall guys hasn't instituted yet doesn't matter you can enter the epic creator code kind of funny so that whenever you buy some of that their merch you can get some uh, bucks tossed our way and it doesn't cost you anything and epic's just giving us money and saying hey thanks for using our code kind of funny so use the epic creator code kind of funny and it'll all be good um i have what might be breaking news it might be a rumor i don't know mike what do i say about the fall guys item shops
1: you say it's trash and they need to be elevated because there's no jelly bean costume that you would
0: ever be caught dead in. Correct. A lot of dog water costumes on that store. But Charles Jacobson in the chat, who I do trust, not implicitly, but I do trust, has given me a tweet here from FG Pancake, who's the Fall Guys leak and info person. It says, some new collabs for Fall Guys. Fatal Fury WWE Masters of the Universe. No images, just sound effects names. Collabs are Terry Bogard, Xavier Woods, and Skeletor. Exeter, if they give me an the, the skeleton all? fall guys, I take it back, Michael, we're on the right track. Let's fucking go. That would be super dope. So what, they do. So that I'm going to get.
2: Oh, you know, man at arms would be perfect for a fall guy's bane,
0: for sure. For sure, man at arms. Uh, other free ways to support this show of course you can be watching live as we recorded on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you Kevin, I didn't hyperlink this, but Barrett put it in earlier. Uh, the merch of the month on kindofunnycom slash store is live today. It is the Tropical Collection. That's right. We have a brand new line of clothes, kindofunnycom slash store right now, designed by Nick at Campfire Devo- Design Studio, as always. Uh, Nick at Campfire Design Studio, killing it out there, killing the game. Summer, what do you got,
2: like a summer collection? Yeah, look at that. It's tropical, see? Oh, yeah, look at that. It's like some Tommy Bahama kind of shit. Oh, we're like selling
0: Frisbees, too?
1: Ooh. You
2: like that? The ah. bee? Ooh.
0: Mike, get me the bee.
1: You got it.
0: <gasps> we have to- matching well, towels. to get, I get a, Can I get a beach towel? Yeah, you can get it. Kind of funny. store. I'm buying a beach towel today, y'all. I'm swiping my card. <laughs> what is that shirt? What is
2: that like plaid shirt
0: you got there? That's all the, That's in. a. It's a plaid shirt with all the. kind look of Look at that. Logo. That's like a.
2: That's actually gonna like actually like a classy item.
0: Well, it's made when what? you get zoom in on it. It's got the kind of funny logos as the faces. Oh so this is as far as shit, zoom in. That's fine. But it's it's you know it's a trick of the eye. Uh, also, you scrolled there over the porty hat, uh, the Portillo hat will look be right on Friday the fifteenth. Apparently, oh I gotta get Friday. that. So there you go. Which one? This one, the, the shirt, party hat, and the other one. Oh, the hat. I want the I'm shirt right the and I want the right beach now. towel. Gary, I want you to go to kindofunny.com of slash store and make a little yeah. shopping list and send it my way, and maybe Santa can get you. I'm
2: some gonna time. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a little little wish list because this is this is some good shit. We've, been, I mean, we, I don't know, again, I don't know if you cross. know this,
0: we've really been trying this year with the kind of funny merch of the month club. Of course, kindoffunny.com slash store. We try to add something uh, new every month now. We've been uh, out there. And again, all, all the praise in the world to Nick at Campfire Design. You know, Campfire Design, of course, they, uh, Nick, uh, is the one who made up the old uh, Wild Aces logo when we had a football team. Uh, and of course, been doing a million different things with us. Just fantastic stuff over there. And yeah, been killing it with our look book and making stuff for it. We love you, Nick. Thank you so much. We love you, Nick at Campfire Design. I Nick Scarpino scum of the earth i don't want to deal with that (laughs) Uh, if the merch isn't your thing you can go check out the outriders world slayer uh video we put up on youtube.com slash kind of funny plays it's me mike and bless playing outriders world slayer as a sponsored video uh for three hours it's our stream from friday when we went through and we beat the hell out of that world slayer mike we beat the hell out of it gary thank you to our patreon producer fargo brady today we're brought to you by chime and shopify but we'll tell you about that later for now Let's begin the show with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. (laughs) Time for some (laughs) news! Eight items on the Roper Report. A beaker's dozen. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. You will finally see Skull and Bones from Ubisoft Thursday, but... You're also getting a multi-game showcase in September. We turn our attention to the Ubisoft blog, where Yusef McGee, friend of the show, writes, Ubisoft Forward is back, this time with two events showcasing never-before-seen news, gameplay reveals, and more. Happening on July 7th, that's Thursday, 11 a.m. Pacific. Yes, we'll be live reacting. The very first Ubisoft Forward spotlight on Skull and Bones will provide an in-depth look at the upcoming open-world multiplayer pirate game inspired by the Indian Ocean during the golden age of piracy. So get ready to set sail and tuning for the Ubisoft forward spotlight on skull and bones on YouTube or Twitch. Just watch it on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games with us later on youtube.com slash kind of funny place. Uh, then on September 10th at noon Pacific. Ubisoft Forward returns in full force, ready to reveal updates and news on multiple games and projects from Ubisoft teams around the world. Ubisoft Forward will broadcast on YouTube, Twitch, and on our official website. You can go to ubisoft.com forward on September 10th to watch. But again, why would you do that? Kind of funny, we'll be reacting. Twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash Uh We'll have more to share about Ubisoft Forward when, or as we get closer to the event. So be sure to keep an eye on Ubisoft news for the latest updates. Again, fuck that. Just watch games daily every day. We tell you about it when it happens. Gary, Skull and Bones. Let's start there. Thursday, it's imminent. 10 uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Twitch.tv/slash games. Are you at all, even a little bit, interested in Skull and Bones?
2: This is the pirate game that was getting like kind of delayed to an almost it's been in development degree, right? I was like, is this game ever coming out? So yeah. it's coming out. Is that the vibe now
0: that yeah. we're getting? Oh yeah, it? I mean, they're not doing this thing. Their announce it's dead. I mean. I- who knows? Ubisoft, that anybody. would be bold. Yeah. I would. <laughs> if you, I'll be, I'll be, like, you imagine like, in a for big the event? reveal, it. here's what it looked like, and it sucked. We oh, stopped. Wouldn't that guys? be so we're cool done. if
2: they had? If they had like we're killing like dead game reveals that were as like big as the initial reveal? Like Square Enix do a big do a big event, and they've all celebrities come out and like announce that the Avengers is dead. Can you imagine? That'd yeah, be hilarious.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, to the point: if you're uh, a youngin and just joining us, remember, we can, all, bones, we can all move on. A- was inspired by Black Flag. This is a game that's been in development since 2013. It has, yeah, you know, we've, uh, Kotaku's reported on it a bunch, of uh, multiple changes have happened, all sorts of stuff. We will see what happens with this one. But Gary, do you, is a pirate's life for you? Is this something you'd be interested in?
2: I mean, potentially, I mean, you know, Sea of Thieves has been out there for a long time and I I kind of like have, have kind of circled it a number of times and never quite jumped in. I don't know how different, I you know just because they're two pirates games i mean they're, they're similar kinds of games at all this could be a very different experience but i am interested to see what it is especially since it has you know attained this legendary status as a, a game that kind of felt like it was never going to come out mm. but i am I, i'm also interested just for a general you know it does feel like time for a big ubisoft um you know reveal drop right because they weren't part of the big key three Sure. Usually usually back in the days of E3 right Ubisoft was like one of the was one of the pillars of it
0: I should and tell now, her out there on stage talking about girlwood yeah I never forget
2: That's right and all kinds of other celebrities well, Jamie Kennedy wasn't e, was wasn't Ubisoft was he remember that train wreck I don't think he that was That was bad Yeah Ubisoft, Ubisoft has, has had a reputation for doing like really bad train wreck E3 presentations over the years they had
0: Mr Caffeine that was their that was when oh, they really Oh god loved don't even don't remind me yeah. But
2: yeah. um no because we had because we had this like general weird like Fragmented kind of E3, but not summer season recently. Um, I guess, I I guess, I I guess it kind of like slipped my mind that Ubisoft weren't a part of that. The way you would usually expect Ubisoft to be part of a big, you know, summer E3 week um i guess we're getting it now right this is the kind of the belated the september summer.
0: thing definitely sounds like they're normal what you'd see uh, right elsewhere. but before we jump to that skull and bones snow mike while i have you of course you and me have sailed the seven seas in a, 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 a sea of thieves does this do anything a skull and bones you imagine something that looks more like a you know sea of thieves obviously a cartoony fun one this one you're imagining is going to look like an assassin's creed focused on being a pirate does that do something for you yeah, it does, Greg. It's interesting you bring
1: that up and bring me into the conversation because I was going to have you reread that initial tagline, right? Open world multiplayer game. This is not what I expected when we first saw Skull and Bones way back in the day. If you remember, we all thought we were only going to be on the boat. Then they were yeah, like, you were the boat, nobody remember? actually wants to be the boat. That's a dumb idea. Are bad. And they went back to the drawing board. So the idea of multiplayer really enhances the fun for me. And if it is something similar to Black Flag where we get the combat mixed with the boats i think that could be a really great way to kind of seize the fun of sea of thieves but kind of elevate it with that own ubisoft touch which would actually bring me in so i, I am very interested in this ladies and gentlemen
0: a wild sad boy well, barrett showing up. Look at this. Uh, sad boy barrett of course a huge assassin's creed fan he did assassin's creed in review here on kind of funny barrett where are you thinking on this what are you feeling on the skull and bows business
3: uh, it, it's interesting, you know, like Mike was saying when they originally revealed it of, like, you're the boat this time. We, we're we doing Black Flag, but, like, you're just, you're the boat. You don't get to walk around. You don't get to do all this uh, other stuff that also made uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag as a whole really cool. Yeah. Um, but now to hear, like, this multiplayer stuff like that and kind of see slowly the direction that Ubisoft has been going in of, like, uh, more live service-y stuff, especially with the idea of Assassin's Creed, um... What like infinite or whatever they're doing? Um, I don't know. Like, is this gonna be very different from uh, Sea of Thieves? You know, and 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 is like because they're trying to like lean more into to multiplayer. We'll have to wait on Thursday to wait until Thursday to actually see what it looks like. But, like, is it going to offer anything that Sea of Thieves isn't offering right now? Someone, uh, I think Madognik96 in the chat was joking of, like, what's the over-under of this getting, uh, what was it, a One Piece collab? And it's like... Definitely not this game, but I could see Sea of Thieves doing that, you know. Like that's where you go to get like all the, the fun piratey stuff that they've been slowly building up uh for the Yeah, the and last they did that years. Big Pirates
2: of the Caribbean collab, didn't they? Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. And it's it's just one of the things that leaves me like wondering because this game has been in weird development hell for the last nine years because they don't know what it what they wanted it to be, and then they revealed it, and then everybody was like, No, definitely not this, and they're like, Oh, sorry. Uh we'll go disappear for a couple of years. It it just leaves me to wonder like why they haven't walked away from this. So it'll we'll we'll see on Thursday like what what they got the show, but I'm not feeling not feeling confident about it as a a fan of uh AC black flag and just pirate stuff in general. I love pirate stuff. See so. my
0: thing about it is obviously I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. And so when you start talking about like okay what what I assume is going to be this open world yeah open world multiplayer pirate game, blah blah, blah. You, if it's got its uh you know, ancestry and DNA of Assassin's Creed black flag on it, right? Uh i I loved uh black flag uh played a whole bunch of it you know but the problem is i don't like the piratey part of it like i don't like the boats even like when we're talking about odyssey or when we're talking about like more odyssey i guess than valhalla because you have like the canoe or whatever and get from where you're going where you're going but in odyssey like there was so much of building the ship and then there was ship to ship combat and outside Mm. of like when i absolutely had to and i forget if i had to for the platinum i never did that shit like i hate that shit so it's like I'm, what I'm worried about this is that I'm going to watch this, and it's going to be like, everything the pirate is doing, I'm super into, but I do not want to be out there doing this. I, You know, uh, Mike, when we played Sea of Thieves, and I was having a great time, there was that one day where you couldn't log on, so I jumped on, and I went and got my treasure chest, and then what happened? I got fucking blown away coming into port, destroyed by another pirate. Like, that shit sucks. Like, is that is that going to be in here, too, where it's like, it's a multiplayer, so... I'm coming back and I'm gonna, I have to engage with these morons to fight them. I don't want to do that. Can I just toggle it to where I don't want to fight anybody and I just want to play the game PVE? We'll find You're 100% out. gonna get griefed nonstop. I don't want to get griefed. They're <laughs> gonna get kids
1: that are gonna be really good and they're gonna dominate you. That's how this game goes.
2: How is that different than any game though that
0: you play online? Mm. Getting That's griefed?
1: True. I mean, just well, getting dominated get a game by game like Avengers, when
0: I play with you yeah. know, online, I'm just playing with my friends against the environment. I don't have to worry about the PVP part of it this PvE, That's true. PVE, even in dc everywhere. universe online I, I could you know i could toggle off pvp uh, enough to worry about uh, it uh, uh.
3: the last thing uh, uh, do we know if it's multiplayer only greg is that what it said in the the little no what there? it says here okay. is on
0: skull okay. and bone oh spotlight on skull and bones will provide an in-depth look at the upcoming open world multiplayer pirate game inspired by the mm. indian ocean hmm hmm if inspired there's... by
2: what the indian ocean
0: the indian ocean during the golden age of piracy okay, okay. i just trailed okay. off there i just inspired by the body of water <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna
3: say. Um it'll be cool if there is like a like a curated like uh like story side of it as well. Uh, especially if um uh with like Sea of Thieves, I remember that launching like kinda of bare bones, so if there's a little bit more of like uh something that is a little more uh, on the side of Black Flag where you're actually going and like uh being told the story of uh pirates and stuff like that, like I'm into it and maybe we'll just do that and ignore the multiplayer stuff, but we we'll, again we'll have to wait to see on Thursday
0: bear and hang out with us a second because yeah we got the september 10th business to talk about again remember this is going to be in full force reveal updates and news on multiple game projects at ubisoft around the world of course today that means that everybody's asking what will those games be and jake bakes cakes writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can it says good morning greg and gary ubisoft will have some news in the relative future and i have some questions for both of you greg what can the rumored Assassin's Creed Rift do to get you excited to hop back into the franchise? Uh, If you all forgot, ladies and gentlemen, we go to Bloomberg, where in February, Jason Schreier wrote, Ubisoft Entertainment has turned an Assassin's Creed expansion into a standalone game to help fill out its thin release schedule, according Mm. to people familiar with the project. The game, co-named Rift, uh, was originally planned as an expansion for 2020's Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but morphed into a full game late last year, said the people, speaking anonymously, because they weren't authorized to talk to the media. It will star uh, Basim, a popular Assassin's character from Valhalla, and will be smaller in scope than recent games in the series, the people said. The game won't be a massive open-world role-playing game like previous recent entries, focusing instead more on stealth gameplay, and is planned for later this year or 2023. Ooh. So, you would think that the September thing with multiple games would, in fact, touch on this. And to your que- question, Jake, uh, obviously, you get me excited to hop back in. I'm always excited for a new Assassin's Creed, right? I've put in Valhalla something like 70 some hours now. Obviously, Odyssey, I adored and continue to go back to to this day. Uh, this sounds like it would fit the bill for something I'd be excited to play. I would want a smaller experience. I that was my problem with Valhalla, is it just goes and goes and goes, and I it's just too much being able. Or I don't care. I'd prefer a smaller focus thing. And to get back to stealthing around, would be pretty cool. Barrett, you're the Assassin's Creed in review man. What do you say?
3: Uh, this sounds really exciting, uh, unlike uh, a lot of our chat right now. I really liked Bassum. I think Assassin's Creed has, like, a very... um big uh, antagonist problem when it comes to their games. Like, a lot of them are just very uh, forgetful when you're uh, playing through the games. But I really liked him. Like, there, there isn't, like, a super, like, clear antagonist, but he is definitely the most clear one in AC uh, Valhalla. And sure. um, the way that they, like, kind of leave his story off at the the end of that game, I was like, yeah, I want more of him. I want more of this story and, and see where that goes Uh, and see what they can play around with. And if they're doing that with a more, like, linear-focused, uh, like, stealth game, like, hell yeah, I'm really into that. My, my question, though, is, is, like, I wonder if this is them trying to be, like... Ah, uh, should we bring Assassin's Creed back to its roots? Well, let's test it out with a game that kind of requires you to uh, play this like 130 hour open war RPG to really understand uh, where it's starting out at uh, ah. with this like very specific character and stuff like that. And if it fails, then that's the, the proof to us that, you know, no one wants stealth game play I don't think you to stealth gameplay and not because of the level of entry that people are going to have to have. Um, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But if you want to, if you want AC to go back to its roots, maybe, uh, maybe pick up this game
0: gary jake yes. and says gary you aren't typically a ubisoft super fan what can this september showcase do to get you excited
2: i don't think that's necessarily true about being a ubisoft super i mean i'm i guess it's true i'm not an ubisoft super fan but nor am i you know anti ubisoft in any way as you know i love the division games love yeah, them those are some of my yeah, favorite games do, in gary. the past 10 years love the division loved the division too really really yeah you know, i don't think it's going to happen at this point but would would love a division three and i would like kind of wish that the division had had enough success to kind of elevate it assassin's creed that's what i want i want the division to like keep going i love the division. the division heartland
0: where the fuck is the division heartland that was something that you know they they soft announced last year instead we find out more about it that year I mean, we never did didn't they move most of the right.
2: devs onto that star wars game that was the problem, right? Yeah, I know
0: that. Well, yeah, that, Heartland wasn't being made by Massive. Let me bring that up for who is on there. That.
2: But that's the thing is like the core, the team that made like the core games, Division and Division Two, they've all gone to a galaxy far, far away. So I don't think yeah, we're going to see.
0: Entertainment like, is the one making Heartland.
2: Yeah, I don't think we're going to see a Division Three.
0: Well, but if, what if Heartland's. Heartland, but Heartland could listen, be-
2: my, look, listen, my wife oh, loves me. Assassin's Creed, and what's important okay. to her is important to me. So sure. I like to keep an eye on the Assassin's Creed uh franchise i don't know what's exactly happening with it this rift game seems a bit like okay like it feels like a valhalla dlc but it stands on its own i'm not quite sure what they're going for with that but we'll we'll find out i'm i'm interested for whatever the next i'm always interested to see like what's the next time frame like where are they going next in assassin's sure. creed you know people want to like you know feudal japan you know we've talked about this. there's still kind of interesting places that they can go but i don't know if i don't know are we even what do we know currently are they is there even going to be like another regular big giant sprawling mainline assassin's creed game or are they, they just going to go Remember straight they, to infinity what are they doing
0: they we talked about infinity yeah right that's what they called it or whatever the one that was maybe a live service that they were going to try out and do all the different stuff but we haven't heard an update on what exactly is going on with that so we'll find out as we and get. There. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll
2: get some clarity on that
3: uh, specifically with uh, Rift and uh, thinking about where uh, Bassam like was left off. I could imagine that Rift is going to be you're going to several different um, time periods. Especially with, like, the the tech that they have and, like,
0: the modern Assassin. You think Rift like, is Aaron. and not the other game, the platform thing they talk oh, about? Oh,
3: I, I think both can be, but I think, like, especially because it's called Rift, like, I you know, like, I just think of, uh, like, rifting through time and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rift Apart and stuff like that. Maybe I'm uh, pulling the wrong, like, uh, interpretation from that word, but um, I could see it, like, a some kind of, like, exploring specific um, parts of history uh for the assassins to to figure out like you know where this uh next piece of Eden imagine
2: imagine an assassin's creed game that let you seamlessly jump between different time periods the way you can through the rifts in ratchet and clank that would be really
3: cool
0: that would be cool that would be cool mike you're here and you always like the weird and wacky what do you want from this ubisoft september showcase Big miller thank you so much for bringing me an assassin's
1: creed <laughs> riff this riff that i'm looking for tom clancy's ex-defiant Greg Miller, because okay. as we know, Ubisoft right now, currently on a flop situation over here. I'm looking at you hyperscape. I'm looking at you roller champions. You don't seem to have the genesis quoi and the energy hey. that a lot of people were hoping that you were going to have. And then of course I look over at this Tom Clancy's ex-defiant, right? Like, I don't know about this one, Greg, and I don't know if that's going to be big or not, but you got to believe that they're going to show this one and have some sort of hype and some sort of sizzle that people will probably either get excited about or question why are we doing this, but they're definitely jumping on the wave that is currently the Valorant, the Overwatch team based hero shooter game genre. So I do look forward to seeing that. I mean, my wish, Greg, is we would go back to Rainbow Six Siege, one of their best, and probably get in there and maybe make a Vegas, Vegas 2, Vegas 3 would be nice. You know what I mean? And let's see how they could elevate that. But Rainbow Six Siege will definitely be there because they're just adding content to that game. And then finally, like, what's up with the rabbits? You know what I mean, Greg? <laughs> like, let's
0: get real about
1: <laughs> we this. We know like, what the Rabbids are We know so what the Rabbids are doing. There's baby. that party Rabbids. game. There's
2: the Mario. Rabbits are, are, are not fucking. Go- Unfortunately, the rabbits are not going anywhere. They're fucking here to stay.
3: They're the greatest. What's so... up with the rabbits? Like, we haven't heard from them in like 10 <laughs> oh years. God. Get out is of here, brilliant? Mike. I, I long, long
2: for a day where we could say too. what's up with the rabbits
1: because we haven't heard from them in a long time.
0: Can't yeah, to Good to and Evil
3: 2
1: is a great pull right there. But yeah, I mean, I just think of like some of the classics that they've had. Like, I bring up uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. I would love to see oh. them go on to that. I know Siege is the hot thing, but like Vegas would be cool. Would love Draw to see back big Vegas. Great. Um, what are we going to do with, of course, Ghost Recon Wildlands? And of course, if you remember that, right, it was a fun time before they went with Breakpoint. Do you ever bring that back? Or we just do we have the Ubisoft open world syndrome where nobody wants that? And there's probably a super low chance we ever get a game like that again. Because Wildlands, a ton of fun. It was wacky wild. And then you went to Breakpoint. They went more kind of traditional simulation, militaristic, and it just didn't feel as good. I wonder what they'll do with that one, if we'll ever see well, that. Well, when you, you, don't when you
2: think th- about it, the, Tom, the whole Tom Clancy brand, which has been such a big part of Ubisoft over the last you know decade more, um, is in kind of a weird place, right? Rainbow Six Siege obviously still going strong, probably the most popular Tom Clancy game they've ever done. Um, but, you know, it's showing its, it's, showing its age. Is there, is there a Siege 2? Is, it, well, is there something in the core kind of Tom Clancy Rainbow Six franchise? Like, what's the next step there? splinter cell we don't know what's going on ghost recon to mike's point the most recent game i think was wildlands was not well received at all they started fucking around with nfts that was a big shit show they took tom clancy's name off of x defiant it's just x defiant now so and again we don't think there's going to be a new division game anytime soon so i'm not quite sure what's going on i feel like tom like tom clancy we need some big news out of tom clancy's grave like what is what is going on Ah, just leave
3: him in his grave that's why what, that's what
0: uh, while we've been going or whatever, uh, Steven Totillo, of course, over at Axios, had tweeted for those wondering, Ubisoft mentioned Beyond Good and Evil 2 today during the Q&A of its annual meeting. Parentheses, no surprises. All resolutions passed. The company included it in a list of announced projects that are in active development. So I now go to this. Uh, he links then to the PDF from this thing. It is in French, but I can read the titles here at the bottom of it for you that I think you can then start, you know, drawing conclusions of if you know, you know what? Clear your mind. Gary, I'm gonna read the names. You tell me if we're gonna see them at Ubisoft Forward in September. Okay. Go on. Pop quiz. Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Yeah, you'll see that. Hell yeah. Skull and Bones, that doesn't count because we're gonna see it tomorrow. Uh, Mario Plus Rabbits, sparks of hope. Unfortunately, I think you'll see that. <laughs> Roller Champions. <laughs> what? Wait,
3: do we not like Mario Plus
2: Rabbits? Mario don't like Plus Rabbits. I, I, I really really yeah, yeah, I'm again, it's my it's not my personally, I I don't personally enjoy those kind of t- you know, I've got two squares, I'm gonna move over and hide behind this thing over got here it, and then uh, it, that's it. not my style. XCOM and I, I don't really like any of those kind of games. Plus I hate I fucking hate the rabbits. I've said before, Mario should worse, not be you know, Mario should yeah. not be fucking slamming it okay, with the well, rabbit. Okay, what okay, the okay, fuck okay. is he? Even it's thinking? it's a
0: sacrifice
3: we make to uh play a really fun XCOM Mario game, okay? I
2: can just imagine like Mario like waking up like, uh, like on an all night after an all night bender, like waking up sure. going, oh, what the fuck did I do last night? And then it rolls over and there's a rabbit in bed with he He's like, oh, fuck. Like that's, that's the vibe I get from those. Guys. I don't know how Nintendo ever allowed that. Like Money. Mario is like S tier. rabbits are like so no many levels below him. He should not be fucking around with rabbits. He should only be hanging out with other S tier game mascots. Not the fucking rabbits. We're
0: moving on. Roller Champions, yeah, you'll see something there, right, Gary? They're going to shove that down your throat.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars? Too early. I don't think you'll see anything on that. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Who the fuck knows what's going on with that? I have no idea.
0: <laughs> Remakes of uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, and Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell.
2: No. I th- well, Sands of Time got delayed, right? I don't think you'll see anything on that. Oh, yeah, Splinter yeah, Cell, no. Punted into the moon. I don't think you'll see anything on that either.
0: And then again, that's- there's a period there. And then it's Ilya engagement Le projects, future okay so future projects for mar- mar- okay, future projects for marquee uh, titles with new entries in Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, Tom Clancy's uh, Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy's the division, and new investments in free to play like X Defiant uh, Rainbow Six Mobile, the Division Mobile, the Division Heartland, and Ghost Recon Frontline so that and again this isn't what you're gonna see in september this is what they're mm-hmm. saying of still what's in development and hey shout out to babble one of our sponsors to help me read all that so there you go <laughs> wow look at you <laughs> you know what i mean guys french <laughs> <laughs> go? you're God. so talented i know i am and i'm having a great time i'm glad everybody's what's here going on is with that? didn't, didn't,
2: didn't rabbits just put out a party game as well
3: yes they did yeah and mike asks where the rabbits at get Where's out of more Rabbids,
2: rabbits baby put <laughs> them in there who are the rabbits are, are the answer to a question
0: no one asked <laughs> In a quick one, this is number two on the Roper Report. Speaking of Ubisoft, uh, they're shutting some stuff down. This is Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. Uh, Ubisoft is set to shut down multiplayer and online services for 15 games on September 1st, 2022, including five Assassin's Creed games, Far Cry 3, Splinter Cell Blacklist, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, and more. For games like Assassin's Creed 3, the 2012 release, and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, uh, the installation of access, of access to DLC will be unavailable on that date. Quote, closing the online services for some older games allows us to focus on our focus our resources on delivering great experiences for players who are playing newer or more popular titles ubisoft wrote on a support page i didn't go into the weeds on it it's all the old pc and ps3 games pretty much uh they'd call that in the article eventually that like the remakes that have come out of some of these games they're fine don't worry about it it's just the original classic so the price of doing business in the digital era and having servers and all that jazz but you can check it out anywhere you want because i was making the rounds but i digress number three on the roper report and this is for you, Snowbike Mike. This is why we brought you here. Michael Jordan is coming to NBA 2K23. Go, go to GameSpot. And uh, Kevin, can you do me a favor? I, I, when I copy and paste this one in here, I didn't credit the author. Can you go to GameSpot and find out who wrote this article for me? Uh, iconic basketball player and legendary athlete Michael Jordan will be featured on the cover of NBA 2K23's Michael Jordan edition and championship edition 2k sports has announced the game's release date September 9th will also uh, confirmed in the announcements today. Jordan is a 14 time NBA all-star, a five-time MVP and six-time champion. He was inducted into the NBA hall of fame in 2009. This is the fourth time Jordan is on the cover of an NBA 2k game following NBA 2k 11, NBA 2k 12 and NBA 2k 16 special edition. 2k sports also revealed that NBA 2k 23 will feature a completely rebuilt version of NBA NBA 2K11's Jordan challenges that had players trying to recreate uh, vis- or visually recreate Jordan's real life feats. One of these was a challenge to score at least 38 points and grab seven plus rebounds like Jordan himself did in June 1997 during his memorable flu game when a sick Jordan still put up big numbers and drained the winning basket in the NBA Finals. In NBA 2K23, there will will be 15 Jordan challenges. All 10 from uh, NBA 2K11 are being completely rebuilt for NBA 2K23 alongside five new ones. Additionally, 2K confirmed uh, that the championship edition will include a 12-month subscription to NBA League Pass, which normally starts at $15 a month. Pricing for the championship edition has not been announced yet, but pre-orders open July 7th, so we'll learn more soon uh nba 2k 23 will have multiple cover stars the company confirmed and they will be revealed in the next two days when pre-orders go live on july 7th so you can expect additional reveals to come in the future Uh, additionally 2k and developer visual concepts are gearing up to reveal the first gameplay footage and more for the upcoming professional basketball game snow bike mike how hyped are you Greg Miller, I am super hyped.
1: Of course, MJ is the GOAT, and it's a big deal whenever you put Jordan on the cover, right? He's one of the greatest of all time, and for him to grace a cover right now for the new generations of basketball players and the new kids that are playing NBA 2K is always a big deal. And I think like, there's a couple things to talk about, so I'll, I'll try to keep it brief, but I'll jump into everything that I can here. Sure. Of course, after Steph Curry's incredible run with the Golden State Warriors, you thought for sure, man, Curry should be on there, right? He just won another... Uh, NBA Finals, he got the NBA Finals MVP. I thought this was his year to grace the cover. Then you think, well, maybe we shine a star on some of the younger players, right? Let's go out there and put Devin Booker on the cover. But really, it is NBA 2K23. So, of course, you got to put the big 2-3 on there. So, I love seeing Michael Jordan on there. And I think the big one that I bring up again is the coolest part about these sports games is you can kind of teach the younger generation again, right? And having those Jordan historical moments where people can play those big moments. And maybe you can splice in some old game footage, or maybe even get some of the historic um, like behind the scenes footage would be really great. Cause I think showing people the big moments and showing why this player is so special to kids that didn't get to watch him in the nineties is a really big deal. And of course, Jordan is iconic. He is basketball. He doesn't like those kids, Greg, so that is a little iffy for me because he usually says F those kids, he
0: does but um,
1: I, I am really pleased about this. I love the two different covers, and one thing that I do want to circle, I know I'm going to get into the gameplay of microtransactions in a moment. I'm going to bash 2K in just a second, but I do want to give them a big shout-out right here. Additionally, 2K confirmed that Championship Edition will include a 12-month subscription to NBA League Pass. That's dope, Greg Miller. I think yeah. that's really, really cool. That's something... I pay out of pocket for every single year is to have NBA League Pass, and I think League Pass is one of the coolest things in basketball right now for entertainment-wise, to be able to watch your favorite team or to watch all of the teams all the time. To have a 12-month subscription for buying that championship edition, I think that's wicked cool, and that's an awesome partnership that I think we talk about a lot with Xbox Game Pass and what they do with Netflix, Hulu, Crunchyroll, and different anime stuff to see 2k do that i think that's pretty wicked awesome of course the price will be the judge of that because nba league pass is already kind of pricey if you look at a 12 month subscription so what does that really look like but if you keep that under a hundred bucks yeah i mean that's a a really epic thing but i think they can i think
0: it's gonna be one of those uh, outrageous ones
1: I bet you that's 120. I mean, yeah. usually every single year, Greg, there's a $100 addition, and that's to get a bunch of like VC and my player points so you can buy gear, upgrade your character. So, like, 120 with League Pass is probably where they're going to land, I bet. But if you get that under 100, I would be looking around going, that's a pretty good deal right there. And so okay. that leads me to the microtransactions and what this game looks like. I know we're going to learn more, which I'm very excited about, but. You know, you can't look at the future without looking at the past. And that is where NBA 2K has a blemish in my book. And that is just the awful microtransactions that they do, right? Like you cannot play this game without having to dive into your wallet to actually compete. If you jump into the park, if you go in as a 65 overall, looking like a UPS driver, you're going to get dunked on. You're never going to have a good time. And they very much incentivize you and if not force you, to upgrade your character by spending Hundreds of dollars on your NBA 2K wow. build and then the worst part is Is the meta shifts all The time and so you're locked Into a character you cannot take That money that you put into that character and put It into a new one so the moment that your Character becomes out of the meta Or isn't good enough now you have to go buy a new character. I have spent hundreds of dollars on this game, and yes, I am the problem because I do yeah, love it. Yeah, don't
0: it on it. What no? It
1: makes a whale. The issue is, is you can't play without that. It's truly. You cannot play. I you didn't know this. NBA 2K you pay
2: to win? I didn't yeah. know that. And so oh, here's shit. also
1: the other issue that I want to see them resolve. The city got out of control this year, this past year. They went from the neighborhood, which I think they did a very good job at. They're trying to make a metaverse virtual reality world where you run around from court to court you can go sure. down to the Gatorade gym you can go buy a Gatorade boost over at the stand you can go check out Jake from State Farm yeah, but pick, like, up
2: some, pick up some state farm insurance yeah of course
1: they chose to elevate that and go to the city Greg which I think went way too far off the rails because now it looks like a PS2 like graphic wise city that you would see in gta 3 none of the buildings look good it's too big it takes minutes to walk across the way each and every spot and it's just really bad server and desync wise that the games never felt good online and that's a big issue if you're going to make me and my friends run around in circles to find games have certain areas of this giant city that aren't even like worth checking out and then on top of that Rookieville don't even get me started on Rookieville Greg because you have to play Rookieville just to get to the city and Rookieville is you going in alone you can't even squat up with your team and you have to win five to ten games with a bunch of randos that all suck or all don't pass the ball and then I'm expected to sit in Rookieville not being able to play with my friends in the online multiplayer that you're supposed to do and you can't get through Rookieville without praying to God that you win. The worst, Greg. The but shit? It sounds terrible. I mean, I can go off on 2K all the time. I love 2K. I think the graphics are incredible. If you play single player, it's a ton of fun. The microtransactions are very bad From my team where you buy cards and packs. Everybody knows that from FIFA and beyond. 2K multiplayer where you put in money and VC into your player is ridiculous, but I have to look at the real stuff, which is NBA uh, 2K cover athlete, Michael Jordan. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest. I love it. I'm so happy to see that. Right. that
2: that that is shocking to me like i we, we've always seen these predatory microtransactions right where you're gated and bottlenecked unless you're willing to you know reach for your credit card but you usually associate that kind of stuff with free-to-play games this is a game you're dropping $60, 70, 80 dollars out of the mm-hmm. gate just to get the game and then they want you to grind hundreds of dollars to, to be competitive online the fuck is that
1: it's the worst gary
2: i don't like it why Why are they not getting more shit for this or why, why do i not see more about this because that's the 2k nba 2k is really high profile game i feel like we should be seeing more about this well i think
0: it's one and mike i would love your input on it right Uh but i think it's one of those things that you know you start when you start at home about sports games gary you're talking about such niche audiences inside of mainstream uh uh, not mainstream games i'm sorry inside of the gamer culture or whatever right where i think most of our audience you know doesn't play nba most of our audience doesn't play madden right when we do those kind of let's plays or we do those kind of if if i was to Put that as the headline on this episode of Games Daily, it would perform worse than other episodes because it's just not. It's it's you're talking to a very specific right, but the
2: point because because the people that watch kind of funny are gaming enthusiasts who are like really into video games. What's to me what is more kind of predatory and and, and more sinister is the fact that where you see this is in games like FIFA. And Madden and NBA 2K and games that are typically played by people that aren't necessarily hardcore gamers, but they'll play those sports games because you know they recognize those sports. You know what I mean? Like there are there are massive, massive audience of, of, of gamers out there that don't necessarily play a ton of games, but they pick up FIFA every year. They pick up NBA 2K every year because you know they're into soccer, they're into basketball. And that's why, you know, FIFA is why these games are so massively, massively successful because they go beyond the traditional gamer demographic. The fact that a lot of them are kids, right? And we've seen all kinds of publicity and negative publicity and there's legislation coming in in europe about ultimate team and loot boxes and surprise mechanics and all that bullshit we're seeing a lot of pushback there and i hope we see more of that with, with uh, now that I'm, i've been educated about this by my nba 2k and other games it's outrageous 70 80 because you know you get 60 to buy the base version of the game you're looking up you're looking maybe up to like a 100 bucks to, to buy the bullshit ultimate supremo edition or whatever and a big part of that is playing online, and then they want you to grind hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to be competitive online. Fuck off! Not having it, Greg. I'm not having it.
0: Gary isn't I, having it. They,
2: they, they got Mike. Mike. Mike is ranting. When do we hear Mike? Well, rant yeah, he's everything?
1: ranting, but then he's also do, spending the spending. Yeah, money. I, I'm usually five hundred dollars in every single year, so that's my bad. That's well, my bad. You are Gary. part of the problem. Um, Mike. But yeah, I mean the other big one right here, Gary, is there's no competition. Right. That's what the chat is bringing up. And that's the big deal. Right. Is when you look across the landscape of sports games, there's usually competition and we're seeing the cream of the crop rise and we're not seeing a lot of competition. Right. FIFA, you look at that is the juggernaut that Pez soccer has fallen off and it's just never been the same and can't compete. Right. You look over at NFL. There is no 2K anymore to try to compete with Madden. And the same goes for 2K basketball. There's no EA. There's no. NBA basketball live or whatever they called it back in the day. That's I forget now, but there's no competition. Yeah, and also another big one is like a lot of reviewers don't bring up the transactions and the microtransactions. I think they don't they get into in the them, score. right? like, yeah, they
0: review, they the like, score, like score, what do they do? They play through this Jordan thing. They play through a bunch of games in the office with people. You play a little bit online. <laughs> You're not necessarily going to go and into that's the That's
2: why reviews, Correct. especially at release on release day or ahead of release day, like with, when they when they gave Diablo Immortal to reviewers, all of that micro microtransaction shit was was switched off so far back. And like, yeah. like look at look at Diablo Immortal. That's a free to play game, but the microtransactions are so fucking straight up evil. It's only now weeks after release, every day. Like in my YouTube feed, because I clicked on the Diablo Immortal video once and like learned about how bad the microtransactions are. YouTube keeps suggesting new videos like every day. Like there's a new revelation. Oh my god, we found another level. Of bullshit in Diablo Immortal, another way to kind of hypnotize you into giving Activision Blizzard your money. It's, it's, I I think, it's, I think is arguably the most serious problem in the industry right now. And it's only getting worse. And we're just sleepwalking
0: through it. Well, we will keep our eye on it here on kind of funny games daily ladies and gentlemen just like you should keep your eye on patreon.com slash kind of funny games over there you can do a microtransaction for kind of funny (laughs) it costs and tosses a few bucks but you get stuff back it's not random uh you can of course get the show ad free you get it with the post show you can watch us record the shows like gamescast ps i love you and xcast live you get the exclusive shows like next gen podcast like the q a podcast me and bear just did that was awesome all sorts of stuff over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games but right now yeah it would get you the show ad free but you're not there jack so here's a word from our sponsor. I love that sound. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and I know! The Kinda Funny store at kindoffunny.com store uses Shopify to sell all our merch, including all those cool Portillo shirts you guys have been so great about supporting with. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the The globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever growing suite of channel integrations and apps. Go to Shopify.com slash KF Games, all lowercase, for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash KF Games right now. Shopify.com slash KF Games. No one likes waiting on a paycheck especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer. I have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. This is number four on the Roper Report. Rockstar is shelving remakes to focus on Grand Theft Auto 6. This is Zach Zawisen over at Kotaku, who writes, Following recent rumors, Kotaku can confirm via its sources that Rockstar Games is currently focused on developing Grand Theft Auto 6 and has shelved all remakes following the poor reception of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. Yesterday, a tweet from Tez, an often reliable and trusted GTA insider, caught the attention of many Rockstar fans. According to the tweet, Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto 4 remasters were no longer, quote, on the table, possibly due to the horrible mess that was last year's Grand Theft Auto trilogy remake. While some uh, question if this was true, I, this is Zach at Kotaku, can confirm that Tez's tweet is accurate and lines up with what I've been told. According to sources with knowledge of Rockstar's plans and future projects, the publisher is hoping that folks will forget all about the critically panned and botched classic GTA remasters released last year, while it focuses most of its resources and energy on its next big game, Grand Theft Auto 6, which Rockstar earlier this year confirmed was in development. However, while the current plan is to get Grand Theft Auto 6 finished and out the door, I'm told a Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto 4 remaster aren't entirely out of scope and could still happen in the future after GTA 6 ships. Kotaku has contacted Rockstar Games for a comment. As to when to expect Grand Theft Auto 6, none of my sources could share any specific details, but it seems that, for now at least, it seems uh, that the plan is to move forward and hope people forget about the past. Gary Witta, does this make you cry? No Red Dead Redemption or grand theft auto 4 remaster slash remake anytime soon
2: yeah i mean there's good and bad in this i think um good they're focusing on gta 6 which of course is what we all want and mm-hmm. you, you know i've I've said many times there's probably no game other than other than yakuza like a dragon 2 there is no game out there in development that i want more than gta 6 like no. I, I, I imagine many many gamers would agree um and maybe it's also good that they are shelving on some of these some of these remake stroke remasters because they have not been terribly successful. The the, G, the GTA remaster that he just put in the name was was all right, but like didn't you know really uh, rock any and anyone's world. And, and GTA you're right, one? The, the, the trilogy. The no, sorry, the GTA Five remaster that just came out for gotcha. PlayStation Five gotcha. and Xbox Series S and X. Like those, they, they were. I, well, that's I, I, not I mean, even a
0: remaster, right? That's just the. Well, yeah, I mean, they they, like, they, they, right? they
2: they they give it a new coat of paint. They, they did some stuff it. It wasn't radical or anything. But, you know, if you're going to play GTA V, those are now the best versions of the game. to sure, that's for play, sure, yeah. for sure. 60 frames and better than it's... You know, that, that game, for a game that is now as old as it is, Has aged so remarkably well. Like it still looks really, really good. It's like the Jurassic Park. You know, you can watch like Jurassic Park. It's like twenty five years old now, or something, almost thirty years old. Still looks incredible, right? Like if that movie came out today, you'd go, "Oh my god, these visual effects are amazing." And GTA Five is one of those games that, like today, to look at it now, it's like, "Holy shit, this still looks really, really good." Um, But yeah, those remakes. I mean, I I I played those those um, those trilogy remakes g what was it gta 3 Remastered. vice city yeah. and san andreas and i, I still I've, I've talked about it many times because we covered it at, at length at the time that that whole you know shit show was was going on like it still shocks me and i think and it, and, it, and it really really rattled my faith and confidence in rockstar and and take two that they let those products ship in the state that they were they were so clearly so clearly unshippable that anyone with any integrity like no the, whoever whoever made the decision to ship those games should not still be in their job it was that bad and my understanding is because i haven't gone back but my understanding is that they they have now kind of raided the ship a little bit and got to the point where through multiple multiple patches most of the problems with those games at ship have now been fixed and those trilogy games are in better shape but the fact that they shipped the way that they did is inexcusable and it really like in an existential way makes me think like what the fuck is rockstar doing like who like who's running the show over there that that was allowed to happen
0: sure i think obviously that was you know low-hanging fruit get those done make some money obviously get people uh, modernized versions of the these classic games that yeah they just weren't paying attention to and then shipped out the dumb way i am for me this is nothing but good news because guess what i don't want to replay G- I, old game is old as you all know i'm going to say but gta4 we don't need to replay i i never have been, had a hankering for gta4 GTA. It was fun. It was fun, Nico. Yeah, uh, cousin. It was great. We had a good time with it. But the cousin
2: Roman, let's go to the strip club. Titties, titties, titties,
0: and like then a, Red Dead Redemption. Obviously. We didn't love that. Fantastic. You know, I'm never, never going to forget my cousin. Don't worry about it. Uh a great game. But like, focus on GT Six. Let's go. It's been too long. Focus let's on go. GTA Six. But like, like, okay, let me ask you this, Greg. Does the fact
2: that Rockstar does seem to have fallen off a bit lately? Like they've been slipping, right? With, I mean, again, those remasters. We're a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. And there's any any number of like the Red Dead online has has really fallen. They've they've allowed that to become like a big shit show. There's been so much negative press coming out of Rockstar and the way they've handled their business over the past few years. Does that give you any cause for concern about GTA 6? Or do you think now, come on, GTA 6 is the crown jewel, like maybe some of these side projects, but they can't fuck that one up. They got to have, their, they gotta have that. They got to have that. Best. You're talking
0: about. I think there's d- a different conversation threads there. I'm not worried about GTA 6 having technical problems. I'm worrying about GTA 6 uh, buckling under the weight of expectation. Right. Of a game that's been this long. And that, long that,
2: that's unavoidable, right? Yeah. Given how big. That's GTA my concern. I
0: think is. technically it'll be fine. You're talking about these remakes that they farm out to somebody or remasters that they farm out to somebody. You Don't know, come around. Or whatever. Like GTA Online has still been killing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Red Dead Online, I guess, is whatever. Red Dead Online's always been like i don't think i don't think they they actually have a issue that is worth worrying about when it comes to gta 6 obviously with the hausers you know moving around and doing their things too like move, uh, dan Houser, Do they both leave or just dan Houser? kind of playing.com slash i think it was just, it was just dan right but like the,
2: do you like like what what would you say uh is the possibility of like a cyberpunk type situation where a hugely hugely anticipated game comes out in this case gta 6 yeah and it's got big big problems like that like how did they ship this conversation comes around again surely that's unthinkable but is it nothing's unthinkable anymore
0: nothing is unthinkable but i don't think this would be one of them i just Mm. i mean it's been just sitting for so long and even to come off of them fucking up the the grand theft auto trilogy right like they know they can't do that again right We'll see, ladies and gentlemen. Right. We'll see. And Dan Hauser is the one who left Sam Sill there. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, number five on the Roper Report, Lollipop Chainsaw is getting a remake officially in 2023. Uh, Yoshimi yasuda a Lollipop chainsaw producer wrote unfortunately various factors re- he had a whole post but i'm cutting it down uh r- various factors resulted in things making it so that fans can no longer easily play lollipop chainsaw and it has been some time since players have not been able to access the game on current consoles we the original development staff on lollipop chainsaw think the game as think of the game as very precious to us and did not want to leave it in limbo where players who want to play it cannot As such, we purchased the lollipop chainsaw intellectual property uh, and have decided to develop a remake. We've already contacted Warner Brothers about development and are being supported by them in this endeavor. One thing that we have to tell fans of the original game is that even though the original staff are working on the remake, there will be elements that are different from the original. For instance, the original game had 15 licensed songs in the soundtrack, but it is unfortunately difficult for us to implement all of them this time. As a result, aside from a few licensed tracks, the soundtrack will consist of new music. Additionally, since we have access to consoles with higher specifications, we will be taking a more realistic approach to the graphics this time. In any case, our goal is to make it easier for gamers who want to play Lollipop Chainsaw to do so please look forward to the game's 2023 release a lot of people were excited about that when that leaked a little while ago of course you get uh, james gunn guardians of the Galaxy. As you know worked on this game with suda 51 now you're gonna get a chance to see that with a more realistic art style and some different music and i won't lie it sounds as they talk about it like the deck stack against them but i wish them the best
2: was This a? This is a game that when it first came out, and I admit, you know, I, I did judge a book by its cover. I, I, I took one look at the game and thought, this is probably a game for, like, horny 12-year-olds. It looks very puerile. It's not for me. And I just kind of kept walking. Did I miss out on something? No, is, it, is Lollipop Chainsaw a good game? Is it a well-liked game? It's a
0: cult classic. That's what it is. I'm Metacritic right now. The PlayStation 3 has a 67. Uh, I remember I had uh, actually got to work with James Gunn in the lead-up to it. No big deal. He wasn't a big deal back then. Uh, and, like, that was fun, and it had, like, a cult vibe to it. Uh, you know, uh, Jess Negri, of course, she had won the competition to be Lollipop Chainsaw, so that kind of, like, launched her into a different stratosphere of cosplay. Like, there was a bunch of stuff to it. I think Rosenbaum, Michael Rosenbaum's is the head on her belt, her, her boyfriend or whatever. It was a fun, goofy game, and it was one of those that, like, I had been excited for, and I got my copy, and I played a little bit of, and fin- never finished it. Cause like all right cool whatever but like all right it's got a lot of personality a lot of good art a lot of like it's it would be a fun time to play it again i just wonder how much they're going to change and what the art style will be and if the music loses something and blah 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 but we'll see we will see in okay. 2023 ladies and gentlemen Wait, they a second say,
2: look when this when this uh, remake comes out
0: we will don't hold your breath that sounds um you know 2023 is not is closer than you think and It sounds like there's a lot going on in there. But we'll see. I wish them well, and I want to. Uh, Number six on the Rover Report, Xbox 360 games will no longer be a part of Xbox Games with Gold in October. This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Microsoft is planning to remove Xbox 360 games from its monthly Games with Gold offer in October. The software maker has started emailing Xbox Live Gold subscribers to warn them of the change, noting that the company has, quote, reached the limit of our ability to bring Xbox 360 games to the catalog, end quote. Games with Gold is a monthly benefit for subscribers of Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Microsoft handpicks each uh, free games each month uh, and all xbox 360 titles are playable on the latest xbox series X/S s consoles and xbox one microsoft's xbox backwards compatibility program briefly returned with 76 new games last year but the company made it clear it had quote reached the limit of our ability to bring new games to the catalog from the past due to licensing legal and technical constraints End quote uh, that would explain why it has now reached the limit of uh on new xbox 360 titles on games with gold gary you're the you're you're a co-host in the xcast sad but understandable yeah and
2: ga- games with gold in general is something that has kind of become a bit of an afterthought in the game pass era and and i wonder if there if will come a day when they'll just scrap it completely because like i, I i'm an xbox guy i probably play more uh, more xbox than any other console and i'm always like checking out game pass and seeing what the offers are and I, I very rarely think to check games with gold. they don't even it feels like they don't even really like prioritize it like on their on their dashboard like it's never like the sure. top thing you kind of kind of like dig down to even see what the games with gold games are uh, when they do the weekly this week on Xbox, the games of gold is kind of like thrown in at the end of the video kind of as an afterthought. So I wonder if there's much life left in the program as a whole. And certainly the not doing the 360 games anymore uh, is a shame because of course there were so many great games on the 360. I still you know, will, will die on this hill. The 360 is one of the greatest generations of any console in history. So much, such a great machine and so many great games. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's fair enough. I think Microsoft have, have done such a good job with backward compatibility and keeping some of these older generation games alive. I think, you know, until far better than Sony, until perhaps quite recently with the new PlayStation tiers, it seems like Sony's caught up quite a lot with making those older generation games available. That's a gap that they needed to close. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, it's a shame, but I think it's it's a little bit of a blip in what otherwise has been a really, really good run, a really yeah. good track record that Microsoft has had in keeping some of those earlier generation games alive for for, for owners of the current generation consoles
0: uh two ones to get you out of here number seven inscription has been rated for the playstation 4 in australia meaning it's probably coming to playstation soon thank you wario64 for noting that and then number eight good news uh one of the guardians of the galaxy writers has joined the mass effect team mike gamble tweeted oh mike gamble of course project de- develop de- project director at bioware uh tweets oh hey i'm really excited to let you know that mary Demaral uh, has been uh, will be joining the Mass Effect team as a senior narrative director. You've seen her work in Guardians of the Galaxy and Deus Ex, to name a few. She's amazing.
2: So Absolutely. I got to call someone out from the chat. I just got I see a comment here, Gary. The entire dashboard is customizo- customizable. So if it's not listed prominently, that's on you and your custom setup. What a fucking stupid comment that is. I don't custom. Look, most people don't customize their desktop on 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 Xbox, right? Like it's just I the don't. default. I'm not moving tiles. I'm going with what Microsoft, by default, wants most people to see. They prioritize the default lineup. And with the default lineup that's viewed by the vast majority of gamers, it's not prioritized. So, yes, you can customize it and go, oh, Games of Gold is really important to me. I'm going to go put it up on the top tile. 90% of gamers are not doing that. For 90% of the gamers, Microsoft's making the decision about what's important. And then they're choosing to say Games of Gold is not that important. I, I shouldn't look at the chat. I feel like I get fucking dumber every time I look at it, Greg i should here, just turn it off here, look,
0: check something yes gary's infallible everybody so that was a stupid thing to say. and that i am
2: infallible thing. so you know i'm you're, right about this
0: you're gonna go for you on that uh gary i can't wait to see who in the chat pisses you off next time but next time so far away if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grob shops where
2: would i go the official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as brought to you is that right as brought to you oh no as listed by the kind of kind of funny games daily show host. yeah i told you, you i was getting dumber <laughs> you're seeing the live effects of it right now already actively yeah. getting more stupid out today.
0: arcade get arcade again arcade again is out uh your kill the culmination games is out i didn't have a chance so i'm just going off of the releases.com uh so last of crown of the magister is out and the last call bbs is out That's also going to be on uh, Xbox Game Pass, but, you know, for what I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, New dates for you. Uh, Valkyria Elysium is coming to PlayStation 5 September 29th. This is one of those things where, over the weekend, they had a date on the page, and the date's been removed. So maybe, maybe not. And then, Danny Phantom, Invader Zim, Rocco, Powder Toastman, and XJ9 Battle Gods in the all-new Nickelodeon Cross Smite crossover event going live July 12th. Uh, If you like that kind of stuff, that's there for you. Deals of the day, we have an Xbox Game Pass update for you. July 5th, that's today, gets Last Call, BBS on PC. Then Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2 on console, cloud, and PC. July 7th, you'll get DJ Max Respect V. Uh, that's five. Uh, console, cloud, and PC. Match Point, Tennis Championships, console, cloud, and PC. Road 96, a game we just played on youtube.com slash plays. You should come hang out with me and Mike. Console, cloud, and PC. Then July 14th. Escape Academy, fuck yeah, console cloud and PC. My friend Peppa Pig, Console Cloud and PC. Overwhelm on PC. Paw Patrol, the movie, Adventure City Calls on Console Cloud and PC. And then Gary, it's finally time. Power Wash Simulator, Console Cloud and PC. Loving it. And I hear it's on Game Pass too that's that's the segment we're in july 14th yeah Yeah. very very
2: very very excited it's such a great game i've been loving it on steam i'm so glad it's coming to game pass i'm so glad it's coming to um the consoles it's such a fun time they just added multiplayer to it it is so chill like it's such a fun if you like house flipping games like that where you just kind of do menial tasks and forget about the flaming shit show of the world around you it's, it, it delivers that in spades. It's so relaxing. It's so satisfying to play. Highly recommend Power Wash Simulator.
0: I played at SGF and I liked it a lot too. But speaking of the flaming trash fire all around you, uh, there is an indie bundle for abortion funds. This is up on itch.io. Itch.io, of course, uh, it has more than 700 items, including uh, Garden Buddies, Calico, Wide Open Big Jacket, and Magic Trick. In light of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and threaten and remove access to abortions, creators from across, to, uh, across all across itch.io have contributed uh, projects to this solidarity bundle. 100% of the proceeds from this bundle will go to the National Network for Abortion Funds Collective Power Fund, which moves money directly to abortion funds across 20-plus U.S. states, with a particular focus on the South and Midwest, where it is often most difficult to get access to abortions. Mm. NNAF's partnerships with these abortion funds provide direct resources and funds to many of the people most impacted uh, by Roe v. Wade uh, towards immediate action. Uh, This bundle is available for a minimum of ten dollars usd uh but if you have the means we encourage you to donate more reproductive justice is an issue that affects us all fuck yes it does itch.io go get the indie bundle those itch
2: those itch.io bundles are always such great value they always support good causes and i can't remember what the what the thing was last time i think it might have been like a george floyd like a black lives matter thing was the last one that i went in on and donated to and got the bundle but well after after i got the bundle I was really shocked by to to see how much stuff you get in some of those bundles. Oh, sure. Like they really, really load them up. It, I mean, the 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 charity. The, the, I mean, the good cause of it aside, you should absolutely donate the money and support that cause. But like that aside, it's just it, it's just a remarkable value. The stuff they really overload those bundles with a ton of stuff.
0: Hundred percent, everybody. Itch.io to go pick that up, uh, Gary. We ask people watching live on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games to go to kindoffunny.com/slash You're Wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up, so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. We got three things here. Uh, yeah, uh, Kebab says it wasn't the screencast uh, background in the very beginning, Greg. It was actually in review. Thank you, Kebabs. Uh, Gabe Hewitt says Jamie Kennedy was at the t- 2007 Activision E3 conference, there you and go. then missing link points out that we're not i'm not greg i'm not actually wrong about this but neither james gunn nor Suda 51 are involved with the lollipop chainsaw remake so it doesn't contradict it just additional info obviously because that's an announcement today so there you go ladies and gentlemen That's another episode of kind of funny games daily in the book. Can you believe it? I sure can't. Of course, Gary and I aren't off the clock yet. We're going to go over to patreoncom slash kind of funny games and record you a post show that you could pick up over there. However, if you wanted to keep hanging out on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, guess what? Mike and Roger are about to stream some splinter cell. That's right. Roger huge Splinter Cell fan. He's going to go in there and show Mike what it's all about. Uh, of course, if you want to catch that later, very simple. YouTube.com slash kind of funny plays, our newest channel. Head on over there. Like, subscribe, share. Catch all the archives of our streams. Um tomorrow, your host will be, and this is a big one, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard of PB and J. Tomorrow's J and J, ladies and gentlemen. Janet Garcia returns from COVID to host Kind of Funny Games Daily, along the one, the only, the Reverend Jared Petty oh shit what a combo that's right that's right janet and jared ride i think for the first time i don't think janet's ever hosted games daily with it but jared coming out of retirement he's got no eyes apparently but he's here and he's gonna do the show with her and we're very excited no, uh thursday i don't thursday know janet had covid
2: either i hope she's feeling better
0: yeah it seems like she's better from what i saw on, on the online uh, and then friday it'll be blessing and tim like i said you got stuff can watch it later. This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run YouTube, the nerdy video game news you know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it later. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. podcast services around the globe. Of course, if you want to go the extra mile, Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny whenever you're buying your Fortnite V-Bucks, whenever you're buying something on the Epic Game Store. It means a lot to us. For now, we have a post-show to do. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.